Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Thursday, March 2nd. It is five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kennel and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the House Foreign Affairs Committee voted yesterday to give President Biden the power to ban TikTok. And this is a pretty far-reaching restriction, one of the biggest ones of any social media app. The bill is known as H.R. 1153, or the Deterring America's Technological Adversaries Act. And in it, the bill names TikTok and its parent company and requires Biden to impose penalties against them, including and up to a ban. I'm torn on this because I believe government certainly should ban the use of TikTok on government devices because mm-hmm. that's owned by us, the people as a collective. And there's no doubt TikTok, China, whatever, is stealing your information for nefarious purposes. And why do you need that on your phone as a government employee? Well, absolutely. There's yeah. zero reason you would need a TikTok that you should have anything to do with it, especially when you, if you have state information, et cetera. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Where I get a little sideways on this is the idea that it should be banned in America, period. Because what if you want to give your information to the Chinese, why is that my job to tell you no, don't don't do that? There's a lot, tons of harmful behavior mm-hmm. that people engage in on a daily basis that I that I don't believe I should be able to tell them not to do if they know the information and they still want to do it. Well, a lot of people would say that it affects national security. But many people are saying that what it does, this bill that is being proposed, is it weakens a law known as the Berman Amendment. Oh, yeah. You remember the Berman Amendment, right? Everybody remembers that one. Well, what that does is it prohibits the government from restricting the free flow of informational materials such as movies, photos, news, and social media. Yeah, and again, but again, it comes, and so this is the conversation. (laughs) That what the government does is different from what you do. And I should have a concern, and I do have a concern, and I do want it banned on government devices because there is pertinent information that could affect me Mm -hmm. on that device that you as a government employee have no need to have on your, uh, that app on your device. But Casey. Mm hmm. Because you do the TikTok, right? Yeah, I do have an account. If you want to give your information to China, mm-hmm. that's on you. Yeah. I know you have that on your device. That's why I'll never text you any personal information about me. So if someone captures your telephone, mm-hmm. they will not have any of my information. That's your choice. You're an adult. The government doing something is different from the individual doing something it's like people are up in arms over the fact that those trump supporters by the way one of them is laura loomer who i uh, we've had on the show many times she's always been very nice to us got booted out of that ron DeSantis book event mm-hmm. and people are the free speech blah 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 
no, free speech doesn't apply to private events. Now, whether they should let them go or not, they should give credence to them or not, another conversation. What I'm concerned about when it comes to free speech and the First Amendment, I'm concerned about what the government does. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have an ability to opt out of the government. I know you have TikTok on your phone. I have the ability to control what information I send to you. And if you want to subject you and your loved ones to potential hijacking by the Chinese, then go for it. But it's the argument of the government versus the individual. Okay, so it sounds like we have a TikTok fight on our hands. But do you really think that TikTok is not the only one? How can the government go after just one company like this? No, no, no. What I'm saying is I don't think on a government-issued device that you should have any of those things on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. There's no reason for you to have any of those things on your government device because what you do in the government does not require Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram. Right. No, no, I I agree with all that. Making calls, receiving calls, text messages, I I get that and can can understand that and appreciate that. But what I'm saying is the individual has the right because the individual is being provided the information by the government to make harmful choices for themselves. Okay, so there's this company, TikTok Inc., which is different from ByteDance. That is a U.S. company. And they said that they've been spending two years and $1.5 billion to get, to secure the U.S. version of TikTok. And if Biden bans TikTok, then they're out one and a half billion dollars trying to get the U.S. version of it. Oh, uh, that's terrible. I uh, I hate that. Uh, oh, no, you're talking about banning it in general, like the whole country. Right. Not just banning it in the government. Right. Yeah, no, I I agree, right? It, 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 um, it's a really hard conversation to have because you know that a foreign agent, a foreign entity is doing harmful behavior to American citizens. But just like nose candy or, you know, whatever else, there's lots of things people do that they know are harmful. And if they're going to choose to do it, I, I don't know if it's my job really to to stop you. To babysit that? Right. Because there's enough things that government already has responsibility for, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, securing and disposing of toxic waste right. that they don't do. Right. Very well. So, real quick, here is uh, so here is cringe on Pierre getting asked about what took Biden so long to ban TikTok on government devices, and I love how she basically just tells this reporter to kick rocks. Talked about TikTok uh, earlier. Um, I'm just curious now, why did the administration then wait so long uh, to ban TikTok in all federal employees? 29 states have already done it, and the president, uh, his first month in office, canceled a, a investigation by the Commerce Department into TikTok. So why did they wait so long? So I'm not going to speak to uh, any investigation. Look, the process is happening now. Uh, that's what we're seeing. Uh, what I can say is that the president has very been very clear about his concern uh, with apps like TikTok. Uh, and I just laid out the CDC reporting and how it's affecting our children uh, and the importance of making sure that uh, uh, we deal with this in a real way, which is why he put forth his unity agenda and laying out ways that we can deal with an issue that is affecting uh the emotional growth and uh, and also uh, of our children. And so, look, the unity agenda kind of lays out how the president wants to move forward. I'm not going to go beyond that. 
Okay, so TikTok available in 150 countries, over 1 billion users, been downloaded over 210 million times. She just said how it's affecting children. But this bill banning it from government devices, do we have children working for our government? We're talking two different things here, right? Right, yes. I mean, I have no doubt that it does affect the mental health of children. I'm an adult. Yeah. Okay. And, and if you want to put yourself or your information at risk, I don't think it's the government job. government's job to stop you. So why is she talking about how the CDC is concerned how it's affecting children? You mean cringe John pierre has no idea what's going on and is just pulling <laughs> things out of her ass okay. and using words that don't fit to answer the question that was asked? Is that is that what you're telling me, Casey? Surely you jest. I just wanted to clarify that. It is 13 minutes after 11, and a new poll published shows that 73% of registered voters believe Hunter Biden did something illegal or what? unethical in his business dealings. No. Yeah, 73%. For real. That's what it says. What? That is just amazing that 73% of Americans would think a citizen is upstanding and as honest and just just made up of integrity like Hunter Biden would mm-hmm. have done mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. illegal or unethical in yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the House Oversight Committee is investigating the Biden family, not only on the domestic front, but also for international business dealings. Are we ever going to get anywhere with this? We've been hearing they're investigating. They're investigating. And they're always looking into it, aren't they? It's yeah. amazing. Um, real quick, here's another piece of cringe on Pierre audio. Because why can't we can never get enough of that? She was asked about this and she said that the Republicans are wasting time Mm. on Hunter and Joe. Instead of uh, House Republicans focusing on attacking uh, the president and his family, why don't they actually focus on what the American people put them in office to do, which is to deliver for them, which is to actually work with, uh, with, with their colleagues, the Democratic colleagues, the president, to actually put forth uh, pieces of legislation or put forth policies that's going to make a difference in their lives. And, you know, you don't have to listen to me. You can look at the results from, uh, from the midterms that said just that. They want to to see they want to see Congress working for them. That's what they want to see. They want to make sure that their Medicare is protected. Uh, they want to make sure that we're lowering costs. Uh, they want to make sure that their family feels protected. They want to make sure that their rights are protected. But that's not what House Republicans are doing. Instead, they want to do uh, political stunts. Yeah, and Americans also want to know whether Joe Biden's <laughs> actions have been influenced by, you know, foreign countries. Are his decisions being made because of his business dealings or his son's business dealings? All right, Casey, we've got a lot to get to this hour. Coming up in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I have some terrible news for Kevin, and Uh-oh. that is that he is totally screwed when it comes to dating <laughs> modern women. Uh, we've got some audio that was just heartbreaking for me uh, to hear. Mm-hmm. But when we come back, John Stewart, mm-hmm. quite a while ago, was ridiculed because he came out and now it's being proven correct with the COVID lab leak theory. Mm-hmm. And he took a little bit of a victory lap on his podcast the other day. Yeah, that's next from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Don't you understand what I'm trying to say?
trying to say. 20 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. If the button is pushed, there's no running away. Where else are you going to hear Eve of Destruction? Take a look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy. And you tell me. You're so close on hitting that note. <laughs> Rob actually has excellent pitch for someone who doesn't really sing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he proved it on that property tax song. Well, I'm a, I'm a trained uh, vocalist. He's a man of many talents. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. So Aaron Rodgers is trending. You know, he finished his four days of darkness retreat, which includes <laughs> four nights of complete darkness. And he, uh, he emerged from that, giving no indication of his football plans for the future. He said everything remains on the table. Uh, including retiring, playing for the Green Bay Packers, or playing elsewhere. Can you imagine giving that guy $50 million? <laughs> Your franchise rests on the guy who's a complete loon, mm-hmm. whose decision on whether he's going to continue to be the face of a multi-billion dollar company, which is what an NFL team is, is done in a darkness mm-hmm. something or other. Retreat of darkness. Now, he will play football next year. You know why? Because he's going to make $50 million. The money. And he's a complete drama queen, and I have no use for him whatsoever. Also trending, eight players. They were ejected in the SEC women's tournament game. There was a scuffle that broke out Yikes. during the Kentucky-Florida basketball game. The game was delayed for over 20 minutes. All the way. Walker almost did the split on the end of that, didn't she? Oh, oh, oh. Players are running. Weish went running off to Petty, and now players need to be separated. This is. We don't need that. This is why we can't trust women. (laughs) What? I mean, you're given the opportunity to play the sport and look at how they abuse the privilege. Uh-huh. Went to a fight and a basketball game broke out. <laughs> Finally trending. Yeah, it's funny, Kev. You can laugh at that. That's okay. I will say it was no malice at the palace. <laughs> Finally trending is Hershey's. Yep, the chocolate bar. They're putting the faces of trans women on their chocolate bar wrappers oh, highlighting man. her she oh sure right they're uh-huh. doing this for international woman's day because nothing says celebrating international woman's yeah, day yeah by putting men yeah how do you how do you feel as a woman casey that they're celebrating men on women's day well that's like naming I mean, you're, you're the, the woman, woman of the year and it's a man yeah you're the woman here yeah that's that's no good at all. It makes me not want to eat Hershey's. Yes. Do I have to ban Hershey's now? I don't yeah, know. Boycott Casey. Hershey's. You, you know, no one cares more about women's rights than me, Casey. And it is so sad <laughs> that in back-to-back clips we have seen women abuse the privilege of playing basketball, followed by Hershey's mm-hmm. abusing the women with the gender whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about John Stewart. You women have got a big problem, Casey. <laughs> Tell me about it. Some of us more than others. <laughs> Let's talk about what's going on with John Stewart. He did a bit of a victory lap, huh? He uh, he was stunned by the liberal anger towards him when he espoused that his theory was that the pandemic began in a lab accident it in is, China. We played the Bill Maher audio earlier, mm-hmm. and and I kind of feel the same way about Stewart that I do Maher, where these guys are still super liberal people, but it is always interesting when the liberals get the monster that they created 
turned on them. Mm. And then they seem surprised that the monster that they created turned on them and they act just, you know, perplexed mm-hmm. that this is happening. So you're right. So John Stewart said a very common sense thing, which is now, whether it's uh, justice or it's the energy department or whatever, mm-hmm. they're admitting the thing, which is COVID came out of a lab. If we're if it, they were actually honest, they would probably tell us it was created by design. It was probably released by design. But Stewart just said the thing, and he but he said it a while. He was on Colbert, I think, mm-hmm. that, hey, this thing was probably created in a lab, and people lost their mind. And now that energy and justice are coming out saying, yeah, it was probably created in a lab, he took a little bit of a victory lap on his uh, podcast the other day. I'm not mad at the backlash either because they're doing what I was doing, which is expressing myself. The part that I don't like about it is the the absolutes and the dismissive, like, mm-hmm. f*** you, I'm oh, done with you. I will never forgive you. You have crossed an unforgivable line. You've expressed an opinion that is antithetical to mine or not mine, and it may not be one that has any real ramifications of anything. I was just saying... This seems like it's a pretty good possibility, which, by the way, has happened before. But what was stunning to me, I think, was the anger. Mm. Uh, Like, that's the part of all of this. And it's purposeful. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. That's what the left is, John. That's the monster that you created. And he's not offended when it happens to others. He's just offended or surprised or whatever. When it happened to him? Yeah. Yeah. He said he might as well have put Hillary for prison on his head from all of the backlash that he received. When he was just making a common sense statement. Sure. That and, so many people have made. And a big part of me wants to feel bad for him because he doesn't deserve that. But when you placate and and prop up and hang out with and chum around with, you know, these sorts of people, it's like handling a snake, man. Mm-hmm. You cannot be surprised when the snake turns on you and bites you. And that's what these people are. They're viper, vipers and venomous people. He said that uh, out of all of it, the one thing besides the hate that he didn't like was that outright censorship is just wrong. Yeah. But isn't he the type of guy who is like pro-censor misinformation yeah, before? Yeah, you're right, Casey. And then it happened, it happened to him. All right, then, Casey, when we come back. Yeah. You know, I have tried to take Kevin under my wing. We have had many a long conversation sometimes about girls and life and dating and finding your mate and happiness and I uh, we're gonna play a piece of audio when we come back that I am gonna, gonna ba- blow you well, away. I'm gonna bow out because Kev you're on your own even I can't overcome this and uh, unbelievable it's like Kendall and Casey <laughs> on like 93 WIBC It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'm charged up for this segment. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this. Yeah, it's all over for Kev. Um, But before we do that, (laughs) I did want to touch on an actually serious topic. Mm -hmm. Today is the fifth anniversary uh, in which uh, Boone County Deputy Jacob Pickett was killed in the line of duty. Uh, I went to high school with Jacob. He was a tremendous guy, just a a great dude. 
and it was very, very sad for you know anybody who knew him. Obviously, those of us who grew up with him. Um, he was a, a high school football player, good high school football player, and so I did want to remember that because it really sucks when someone who contributed so much to society and did so much and was willing to give his life for the people around him and in in his community has their life taken away by some just irrelevant, awful piece of sludge and air quote justice was done, thankfully in that case, but justice is never, never really done, right? I mean, even if the person gets the death penalty or whatever, when somebody as great a person as Jacob has their life taken away from them, justice is never served, but I wanted to do my part today and just remember him and Mm -hmm. and just put his name back out there in the public's mind because he was a really good dude. Yeah. And they say that grief comes in waves and I'm sure his family is dealing with that today, his friends and family. All right. Okay. So um, we go from that to this, and maybe that's not a great segue, but uh, I wanted to have plenty of time to discuss this because, quite frankly, men of a younger age are, well, <laughs> I I don't even know what how to describe what they're up against because, mm-hmm. look, Casey, as someone who spent years in the dating game, mm-hmm. um, I was willing to accept and operate from the premise and understand the premise because, as you know, I spent years sizing others up, judging them. It's where I came away with my infallible theory of two, mm-hmm. et cetera. And, I, I, and I, I came to the conclusion very early on that how well assembled someone was <laughs> coincided with the level of shenanigans you would have to accept in order to be with that person. Well, that's a lot nicer way of putting it <laughs> than what was set off the air. Well, no. Would you like to clear, Would you like to interpret that? Because you know me, Casey. Mm-hmm. I don't. I struggle with this because I don't really notice people's appearances of anymore. Not. But you kind of sum- summarized <laughs> what, what I just. I can't, I can't even summarize what I set off. Yeah. The, okay, the better looking a person uh-huh. is, the more crazy they're allowed to be. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Yes, there yes, we yes, go. Yes. 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 Um, so. When you enter in, it's like it's like entering the battlefield. You have when you approach someone, you have to have a reasonable level of expectation of the work you're going to have to put in to win that battle. And then you make your own choice mm-hmm. as to whether <laughs> the risk is worth the reward. If the juice is worth the squeeze. So <laughs> I've been trying and the many things Kevin and I talk about when we get together and, and uh, you know, have our little mentoring sessions and talk about life and politics and music. We do talk about women quite a bit and mm-hmm. I will discuss some of the triumphs that I have had and all of the, some of the major battles that have not ended well for the Republic. And we, <laughs> and I advise him on why things went the way they went and hopefully uh-huh. he can learn from that. Don't make these mistakes. I am now on this audio we're about to play for you telling Kevin I'm bowing out, Kev, because there's no amount of mentorship. There's no amount of advice, big brotherly advice, no amount of personal experience from what I went through that could possibly tell you how to succeed if this is what you are up against in the modern dating pool. So no drinks today? Well, I'm just saying, I just, I don't, I don't, so this is a, it's a podcast. We don't even know, they don't even know whose podcast this is. Yep. And I don't believe this woman is famous or some well-known person. She is lovely though. 
You're the you're the appearance noticer these days, Casey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go with that. Kev, what do you think? Was she well assembled? Yeah, I would say she was like a nine. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Is that fair? No. It's your. There is no. Kev. Maybe an eight. No, eight or nine. She's pretty are, high up there on the scale. She's an Indiana nine, huh? So you yeah. would you would say. <laughs> Entering the field of battle, that there is a reasonable level of insanity that you might have to deal with or be willing to deal with mm-hmm. in order to secure victory in this battle. But even going in with that premise, mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. would prepare you or be worth what you would have to deal with here. So let's play the audio. This woman is talking, it's about dating, right? It's about what yep. she's mm-hmm. looking for mm-hmm. in a member of the opposite sex mm-hmm. before she will consider interpersonal relations with the person. Yep. And no matter what it is, it ain't worth this. I think like the biggest thing that like annoys me in like the whole dating world is like talking stages. Like that's so annoying. Like the whole like and just like the inconsistency in them like i literally like hate that like so much but i think that's like my biggest thing it's just like what what specifically just like the fact of just like you like i don't know how to word this like in like talking stages and it's just like you're like labeled that and it's like people like are considered like you can't like you're just like confused and like most of the time like the girl get gets like attached or something and they like see it like it's going to lead to a relationship and it's always not and it's just like that's like my biggest thing is like I just hate the whole like how like talking stages are so like normalized like traditional dating does not exist in this generation <laughs> oh, okay yeah it took me a couple times to decipher what she was saying obviously she studied at the Kamala Harris wait, school of thought wait 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 so you watched that on multiple occasions yeah, is that because well, you could look at her? Well, I, I had to. One, because I had to bleep that. She's a nine. So I had to figure out <laughs> mm-hmm. that I made sure I did my job. Yeah, and right. No, it. understand. No, mm-hmm. thanks, Kev. So you're saying if she had been a three instead of a nine, would you have put as much effort into making sure that was bleeped properly as you did no, given her assembly? I don't even think I would have watched that, to be honest. <laughs> I would have risked uh, having to have my finger on the dump button. <laughs> okay, so what I took away from that, I didn't make it past. She was mad that she had to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Talking stages. Well, that's a thing. Are you guys dating? Well, we're talking. I don't know what the difference is. Uh huh. Does your daughter? Does your has your daughter? I know done she that? has been in a talking stage. Oh no, kidding! With a boy before. I don't no know what kidding. that. I don't know what that means. Huh? I think that means you just text, see if you have anything in common, and you want to take it further. Kev, are you bouncing boots if you're talking? Um, what does the young people take that to mean? Like, is talking literally talking? It's just or- getting to know the person. Okay. I mean, that's how I perceive it. Or does it. it mean it's casual? Like, you know, you're talking. Well, yeah, I guess it could mean And that other too. stuff. But yeah, because you're, I not, would, you're not committed. I would interpret right, talking not, like I'm literally just talking to you. It's not a committed relationship. Well, but, but, is there, but is there interpersonal relations taking place? See, that's the thing. I don't know what the ruling is on that. With the talking, we're we're talking. Because there was a time, Casey. Are you talking in bed or are you talking? Well, exactly. And you'll back me up on this. That there was a time Mm -hmm. where men Mm -hmm. were seen as the aggressors and the advantage takers. And I maintain... They were the pursuers. Yes, but if, if a woman hopped into the sack or whatever quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, she was manipulated. It was like Ron Johnson and uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh in Fast Times mm-hmm. at Ridgemont High. Down in the dugout. It, down in the it, The women are the aggressors now in many cases. Okay. They, like, you think that woman doesn't know what she's doing? 
Like, she just came out and straight up said, I have no interest in talking to anyone. Well, then what are you here for? Well, yeah, she's just trying to move the ball down the court, and the dude's just trying to keep it casual. Exactly. She yeah. wants the, see, she wants the the banging and the advantage taking mm-hmm. more than the dude does. She doesn't even want to talk. She just wants to skip the becoming acquainted and the courtship so that she can just get what she wants from the fella. Right. And see, this is my concern. And the is fella's that like, some, whoa. An emotional emotional, well-versed, sentimental, great guy like Kev has no chance with that because how is he going to un... That is like a giant ball of Christmas lights. Because, you know, every year we got to get the Christmas lights out Mm -hmm. of storage. And it's just a giant ball that you try for hours to untangle. And then you realize it would just be easier just to to, go buy buy more Christmas lights. Kev, someone with Kev's strong moral fiber could never untangle those Christmas lights. Yeah, sometimes you're, you know, you're talking to a person Mm -hmm. and then you realize that they can't string a sentence together and then you just get kind of tired of them. Right. Uh, I think I have a solution for her, though. Oh, great. Arranged marriage. (laughs) Oh. You know, they do that in some cultures. Uh Uh-huh. And it works for people. I really, I I thought it was a drinking game. Take a shot every time she says like. And I'm not even sure she would be fun to interact with. Well, that's why she can't get out of the talking stage, because she says like so much, the dudes want to just like, oh, I can't even anymore. Because Kevin and I have discussed this on more than one occasion. Part of the whole process of dating or whatever the children call it now. Talking. Is the thrill of the pursuit. Sure. I want to know more about this person. I am curious. We all know what I want the end result to be. (laughs) But in the process. Tell tell us, Rob. What do you want the end result to be? In the process, (laughs) I want the experience of learning about this person Mm -hmm. and finding out, is this end result going to be something more than just momentarily pleasurable? And with her, Mm -hmm. there would be absolutely no No pleasure. There's no pleasure. You could make that happen. Right. But this is the selection. This is uh, an example of what young Kevin is dealing with. Exactly. And I don't know how to fix it, Casey, and that's what bothers me the most. Oh, I don't know what to tell him other than run a commune, Kev, maybe the priesthood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, when you're in the talking stage, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't that mean that you could be talking to multiple people? It's just very casual. Yeah, it's, it's not casual. Committal, right? Yeah, there's nothing. You haven't committed to anything. And this woman, her frustration comes to the fact that she's catching feelings, but the dude's not. Mm-hmm. So she's just trying to move it, move it along. Yeah. yeah but she's, uh, yeah, I guess just relying heavily on her looks and not yeah. really bringing much to the table. Yeah. And it's just kind of a, it's a I, natural process. I, and I think she needs to do some introspection. Yeah. I can't believe we got a whole segment out of that. That was marvelous. I'd love to see cats do a whole segment on that. <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
1149, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. The mayor of New York City said Tuesday morning that when U.S. took prayers out of schools, guns replaced them. He was discussing the role that religious people could play in reducing societal problems. And uh, this happened during an interfaith breakfast. So this is so wild because Eric Adams is the dude's name mm-hmm. and he is a total leftist maniac on a lot of things like he's all in on the sanctuary city now he doesn't actually want the immigrants but he says he don't want them dropped off there but he claims he well, wants he likes them. the branding of yeah. it but not the actual act of it but this speech is just great and i'm sure he got in big trouble with the maniac leftist groups mm-hmm. that support him but uh, i think the speech just really speaks for itself uh take a listen we are destroying our next generation destroying them and we say over and over again we need to build a world that's better for our children no we need to build children that's better for our world and we have to be honest about that and it means instilling in them some level of faith and belief Ingrid was so right don't tell me about no separation of church and state State is the body, church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. When I put policies in place, I put them in with a God-like approach to them. That's who I am. And I was that when I was that third grader, and I'm going to be that when I leave government. I am still a child of God and will always be a child of God, and I won't apologize about being a child of God. It is not going to happen. Okay, so you you wondered, did his remarks yeah. catch the attention of any, uh-huh. any libs? And of course it did. Oh, sure. The uh, Civil Liberties Union Executive Director pointed to the First Amendment of the Constitution and said, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment uh, of, of religion. Yeah. And of course, there's the 1962 Supreme Court ruling which banned school-sponsored prayer. I just... He sounded very much like he was preaching. Yeah. Which, good. hmm Good. We need more people in positions of power and authority and influence to speak openly about their faith because we are a society that really often ridicules people for being open about who they are. You know, it's like like we always talk about with the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Well, you should be able to be open with who you are. Mm-hmm. You should be able to talk about all of your experiences and all of your feelings and all the things that you are. Mm-hmm. And society shouldn't judge you for and these things. And your courage. Yes. But when it's religion, well, no, you can't do that. There's a lot of wickedness in this world. There's a lot of people that got a lot of evil going on. And for there's the whole bunch of things with that dude I don't agree with, but that that was really great and really well done. Isn't it amazing how when you hear now a politician, an athlete, a movie star, mm-hmm. whoever it is, somebody in a high-profile position, when they speak of their religion and their faith, it almost comes across as shocking. Yes. Like you're surprised. Whoa. Yes. Really? Because we have chased God out of the public dialogue. We have chased God out of the public conversation. 
and it has been done deliberately because there are a lot of very evil demonic people out there who are just we are they are depend they are dependent and thrive when god is eliminated mm-hmm. from the conversation okay i don't know about evil and demonic but definitely messed up King Charles evicting <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan from the Frogmore Cottage. These people are they're just giving the it worst. to Prince Andrew. Yes, this is the this is the best and my best. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst part. So because of this book, those two. Mm-hmm. To Harry, Harry's book. Yes. Spare. Charles said that's enough. He's kicking them out of their. Uh, now, when I think of a cottage, uh-huh. Casey. Yeah. I, I don't. Exactly. Like people in Carmel would be like, that house is a little excessive. <laughs> this does not, is not what comes to mind when I think of a cottage. But great, I guess my, great name, Frogmore Cottage. Sounds like a little swampy hut. Yeah, absolutely. It is anything uh, but that. Mm-hmm. However, he's going to kick them out because of their behavior. What? And his response is, Prince the Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, come on in. What a message. Right? Well, Prince Andrew never wrote a book about all of his... Well, it's true. ...his bad behavior. Uh Uh, So, Meghan and Harry, (laughs) they're going to have to move all of their stuff Uh out. Do you think they call a U-Haul, or how do they do that? (laughs) Come get our stuff. Do they have to leave the keys? Do they have to... I don't know. They're going to have to get a hotel when they go do move their stuff up, because they don't have a residence now in the UK. Well, and you know, like when you rent an apartment, Mm -hmm. once your lease is up and you move out, you've got to shampoo the carpets. (laughs) Right. You've got to leave the house in better condition Mm -hmm. than it came in. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure your garage door openers, if you had one, are there. The keys are there. They'll charge you for that. Right. Wonder who's handling all of that for them. Not them, I'm sure. Because we all know the next tenant is going to ransack the heck out of that place. Yeah. If indeed it is uh, Prince Andrew. Okay, so I don't think that this, you know, there's no doubt now that they're not going to be invited to the coronation. Yeah, I'd say that's probably a no-go, which is just a shame. These people are just the worst, aren't they, Casey? They're just not. All of them. They're all just the absolute worst. Hey, that's going to put a lid on it for us. Thank you, Rob. Uh Thank you, Kevin. Good job today. And thank you for listening. Please come back tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. We need you.